Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Wednesday show. Welcome to the first day of September. September already, man. Going by quick, as it always does. What do you guys think will be the, uh, how do you think September will go? Good? Bad? Crazy? <laughs> Crazy, for sure. It's going to be nuts. Hope y'all are doing fantastic today. Uh, I'm not good with these intros. Intros and outros, you know, not going to lie. They're not my thing. I'm just like, let's get down to business. Why are we wasting time? Uh, but actually, we've got some good news, surprisingly enough. We've got, we've got a little bit of good news to talk about today. Some states doing good things against the mandates. We've got Chase Bank that canceled General Flynn just the other day. They said it was an error and gave him his credit cards back. We've got I don't know, just all the COVID shit is getting so absurd that people are, I mean, people these days aren't even buying it. Another booster shot, another variant, another, it's just ridiculous. So anyway, guys, going to be a good show. Hope y'all are doing good. Uh, Let's go ahead and just get into it now. Like I said, good news. We got some good stuff to talk about today. Looks like even Democrats can't stand Joe Biden. Even Democrats. This is a new poll from Rasmussen, which I know, I know, polls, typically fake. Although Rasmussen tends to be, at least they tend to seem to be much less biased than the other ones like Pew and any of the polls that a mainstream media organization does like Reuters or freaking Politico or whatever. Those are going to be garbage. But Rasmussen, they're decent. Check this out. 32% of respondents to the poll they did say Biden should resign now. 40% of respondents say that Biden deserves to be impeached, and a third, 33%, say Kamala Harris is not qualified to be president. Here's the kicker. All of these figures were exclusively from Democrat voting, Democrat-associated poll respondents. (laughs) Even the Dems hate Biden. That's how much of a bad job he is doing. And you know, folks... It kind of, when you look at hindsight, hindsight's 2020. And of course, we didn't want it to go this way after the election, you know, at the tail end of 2020, very beginning of 2021. We were like, no, we don't want Biden to get in. It's going to be awful. And yeah, it's awful. But that's kind of like the point because people are waking up to it. And all the orange man bad people are even seeing like, yeah, oh God, I regret that vote for Biden. Oh, geez. And you know, the, the idea that there's some cabal or deep state that's handling Biden and Biden's just a puppet. I mean, that idea is getting talked about everywhere. So good times, good times, not going to lie. Like it's been uh, pretty tough and (laughs) it's been a shit show, but I think in the long run, we'll look back and say, yeah, it, it all worked out quite all right. And speaking of Biden, let's talk about this absolute catastrophe in Afghanistan. A catafghanistan. Looks like we have a call that was leaked yesterday by Reuters. Reuters released excerpts from this call between Biden and the Afghanistan president before Ghani fled. Before the Afghanistan president fled the nation, there was this call between him and Biden. And apparently they talked for about 15 minutes Uh, At the end of July, July 23rd, Biden told him there's a need, whether it's true or not, to project a different picture regarding what's going on with the Taliban in 
Afghanistan. So literally, he's like, he basically knew things were going to crap there in the country. Taliban was advancing. Meanwhile, he's trying to lie to the country, the world, about what's really going on there to, of course, protect public image. I mean, let's put it this way. Trump was impeached, impeached by the House, acquitted by the Senate, okay? Not really impeached, but impeached for all intents and purposes. Trump was impeached over a phone call with the Ukrainian president that was perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. We got sleepy Joe Biden here now having a phone call with the Afghanistan president, basically admitting Taliban's advancing. He knew, didn't do anything about it, was trying to lie to everybody about it. can't right my god no wonder a third of even democrat voters can't stand this comatose puppet that we have the so-called president in the white house it's i mean it's just what's happening just the way it is uh we've got retired generals as well calling for the resignation of head of the joint chiefs of staff mark milley head of the dod uh austin and uh, others as well. This is the same group that penned a letter back in May. They call themselves Flag Officers for America. Uh, I remember this letter. I reported on it here. That letter was calling for, or was basically questioning Joe Biden's mental health and openly questioning dozens and dozens of generals, questioning if Joe Biden was mentally fit for office. Obviously not. Now we have another letter from the same group, 87 generals, uh, retired flag officers on this time, and they're calling for resignation of basically the top of the command structure over the absolute mess in Afghanistan. Also, one more story having to do with what's going on over there. We have, this is this is just crazy. A Republican congressman, his name is, let's get it, Mark Wayne Mullen. He's a Republican out of Oklahoma. Uh, apparently, he went on a mission of his own. They're calling it a rogue mission. Basically, on his own accord, he tried to go over there to Afghanistan. He tried to move some cash through the embassy in Tajikistan uh, to get that money in Afghanistan. It looked like he was going over there on his own uh, rescue mission, which, very brave, very courageous, very honorable to do, but that might not have been the smartest decision. There were repeated calls for people not to go there. He went there anyway. Okay, people in the comments saying he has been found safe. He was just not communicating for his own safety. That's kind of what I thought, like, earlier today. You know, sometimes people can, quote, go missing when they just haven't been heard from for, like, 12 hours or something like that. Sure, they're missing, but... Does that mean they're in danger? No. So, good. Thank you, commenters. Always keeping me in check <laughs> here during the live streams. He's been found safe. That's good. Uh, I hope he found who he's trying to rescue there. You know, I hope his mission was a success. Glad he's safe. But uh, that's good. Honorable thing to do. And it's sad, though. It is incredibly sad that we have lawmakers and private contractors and all these all these people who are having to fund their own evacuation missions, rescue missions over there, right? Like, what a shitty situation. It's just terrible. Uh, it's just absolutely awful. Oh, one more thing. Let's bring this angle back. One more thing. I'm seeing some tweets from blue check marks today 
the left wing, the mainstream media writers, I don't know, I'm not even going to call them left wing because there's a lot of right wing idiots out there too, but mainstream media journalists. It seems like the narrative today is that the nation let this happen. The nation. It was the nation's fault. The nation did this. No, 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 no. Don't pin this bullshit on all of us now. <laughs> this is solely on you, dude. All the Biden voters out there, all the folks that had the, the Biden 2020 bumper stickers on their car, right? All of you shameless mainstream media journalists who were just carrying water for Sleepy Joe, this is on you, all right? Don't say it's on the nation at all. Let's get that straight. But they're trying to run for cover. <laughs> all the rats jumping ship, jumping off the Joe Biden ship because they know uh, it's just done for. Now we move on into the story I touched on on Monday. Chase Bank canceling General Flynn's credit cards with them. And they did this because they said it would be a reputational risk to their company. So that happened just like three or four days ago. Uh, well, well, it happened 10 days ago. We heard about it three or four days ago. Now, apparently, cancel culture got canceled back. Chase Bank doesn't about face. They apologized to General Michael Flynn, gave him his credit cards back, and they said they made an error. Oops. Oops. Our bad. Totally an accident that we penned this long, long letter and then stamped it and mailed it to General Flynn and then canceled his car. So it was just a bunch of mistakes. Like, oops. <laughs> Shit. Well, that goes to show you that, yes, cancel culture is starting to get canceled. We're start I mean, let's be real. There's a lot of things in our society that deserve to be canceled. But before 2021, shall we say, the things that were getting canceled were like the truth, right? Just the truths that made people uncomfortable. And, oh, my God, I don't want to hear that. And little snowflakes would try to, to cancel what was being said. Now, people are starting to see through it. They're getting better discernment, more common sense. They're starting to see, well, that, that, should, that over there shouldn't be canceled. But that over there should. So now when the wrong things happen, people speak up. You know, we can, we can get people protected they get harmed like this, or the other way around, you know, when weird stuff goes on, we can uh, cancel it ourselves. So that's that. That's good news. Uh, Scoop, a couple of articles on big tech. This one on Facebook. Axios reported yesterday that Facebook is now moving to lower the news feed's political volume. Lower how many political posts that people see when they're scrolling through their timelines. I haven't scrolled through a Facebook timeline in like, my gosh, it's been a year now. Holy shit. It's been like a, almost a year as of next month since, you know, the great YouTube purge of last October and many of us lost most of our accounts. God, time flies. We'll do like a, we'll do some commemorative videos next month on all that. But Facebook lowering people's political Content they see. Big surprise. Wonder why. Must be because too many people are waking up seeing either the ridiculous political content that makes them go, ugh, how stupid is our government? Or they see the content that exposes how stupid our government is. So, of course, Facebook's going to have to 
lower how much we see that stuff. And also it makes you wonder, well, what could be coming out soon? Could there be, you know, well, more stuff that's going to expose Joe Biden? Of course, big surprise. Election fraud information. Is that going to hit the fan? You know, they could be prepping. They could be prepping for stuff coming out in the uh, in the very near future. And not just that, we've got Twitter, 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 Twitter. So Twitter is asshole. Twitter, asshole. Facebook, too. Twitter appears to be adding the ability to tip using Bitcoin. Yes, Twitter is adding the capability into accounts. If you're going to have an account on Twitter, uh, very soon you can create a wallet, a crypto wallet with a service called Strike. And Strike is a really simple way to send Bitcoin to uh, different wallets, you know, peer to peer. Apparently, if you tweet on Twitter, people are going to be able to tip you with Bitcoin if you have a strike account associated, connected to your account. Damn it! See, like, how great would that be, honestly? That would be so nice. That's a, that's a dream of mine, to, to be able to receive crypto tips with every post I make on a social media account. Of course, they would do this after we all get censored off the platform anyway, asshole. But... You know, I'm, I'm crossing all my fingers that Trump's class action lawsuit, injunctive relief, we get accounts back, we can start tweeting again, YouTubing again, and boom, strike account enabled. That, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I would go back to big tech. I would definitely go back to YouTube and go back to Twitter. Obviously, those platforms blow. They're total fascists, but there's a lot of people still there. That's where a lot of people who need the information we all discuss are. Got to reach them there. It's just better, more strategic to go back to those platforms. Uh, and who knows? Maybe they get sued into bankruptcy, and then these companies have to fold and then get taken over and maybe become public utilities or you know, more honest companies that way. That's like, again dream crossing all the fingers there but maybe thinking long term next few years what could happen oh wouldn't that be nice <laughs> twitter gets sued into oblivion has to fold bankrupt trump gets back into, into office we get our accounts back boom stronger than ever and we can go get tipped with bitcoin that would ooh, that'd be nice that'd be nice i'd just sit there all day man all freaking day so many tweets. All right. Now we move on into the latest Project Veritas dump. Dumping on them. Uh, this one is pretty scary. This, this makes you scared if you have kids that are in public schools. All right. And I think we're definitely learning in the year of 2021 that if you have kids in the public school system, you damn well better get involved look at what they're learning look at their their friend group you know don't just let your kid go off and do whatever the heck and have no idea what's going on perfect recipe to get your kid brainwashed right get involved you know homeschool sure yeah but not everybody has the ability to homeschool that would be the the best way to go uh, but if you have to put your kid in public schools oh my gosh you know be careful use caution get involved expend the effort to make sure that they're not going to be brainwashed by dudes like this guy 
like Mr. Antifa. If there was an Antifa poster child, it would be this guy right here. Project Veritas put out these hidden videos of a teacher in the Sacramento, uh, in a school district in Sacramento, California. And this guy, you can look, he has the anti-fascist shirt on. Apparently, he's got an Antifa flag waving in his classroom. What's up with all these teachers and their flags in their classrooms? Like, it's, no, no, keep that, keep that diet woke, fake woke activist shit out of here. No. So this guy had an Antifa flag in his classroom. He's saying that, I mean, openly, you can watch this 12-minute video that P Veritas put out yesterday. He's saying that we need to turn our kids into revolutionaries, that we need to put, we need to change the propaganda. He's openly touting Mao and communism and stuff like this. It's, I mean, yeah, it's Sacramento. It's kind of expected, but he says there's teachers around him that think like him. And, and you know, especially in elementary schools, a lot of teachers that are becoming teachers in these elementary schools, they're like, in their late 20s, early 30s, like some of them are younger than me and uh, or around my age. And I know a lot of folks around my age and younger in and around my generation, you know, it's a it's a pretty heavily brainwashed generation. Granted, we have a lot of young ones that have more open minds. They're more malleable with their perceptions. They're They're able to wake up easier, but they also have more bullshit hitting them, more propaganda hitting them every single day. They've got the apps on their phones, their video games, their movies, their shows, all that stuff. And uh, sure, kids might not watch TV these days, but you still got to watch out for the propaganda that'll hit them on their apps, social media, all these places. So scary guys, you know, make sure you know what your kid's learning. Send your kid to school with a hidden camera if you need to. Pull a, pull a Project Veritas. That's what, you know, it's funny. I put a post on Telegram not too many weeks ago. Maybe this is last week. And uh, I'm like, oh, Project Veritas, you know, should something about them putting hidden cameras in schools or something like that. And then they come out with this this week. It's pretty, pretty funny. But no, yeah, I mean, I'm all for, I'm all for public cameras, open cameras in, in schools. We should, we definitely should. Should be nothing wrong with that. If you're a public servant, if you're employed by the state of the government, there there should definitely be a conversation about having body cameras or mics or some some sort of ability to freaking keep tabs when you're on the job. So there's that. Now we'll go through 10 articles or so here, a dozen or so on COVID. We're going to move quick through this. A lot of different stories about the COVID cult. COVID scams, but starting off with a couple good ones. We've got some good states out there that are doing the right thing, that are standing up to all the virtue signaling idiots out there, right? The the propaganda, the brainwashed zombies. Uh, Florida, of course, you know, Florida is, I guess, the bastion of freedom in this country at the moment. Florida is withholding school officials' pay over mask mandates. <laughs> <laughs> and they're flipping a bitch over it, which is hilarious because screw you if you're going to try to put these freaking mandates and all this crap on kids in school. Like, heck yeah, you should face some retribution. Uh, so there's that. Florida school, school officials losing money because of the mandates. We got Montana also doing some good stuff. Governor issuing rules 
uh, requiring schools to consider parental concerns about masks, basically trying to force parents' opinions into the debate, which we've seen all across school boards in recent months, all sorts of angry parents trying to do something about it. And what do the school boards do? They either try to end the hearings, which sometimes doesn't work because in some of these states, by law, the hearings have to be open to the public. Uh, so these school boards are trying to end the hearings. They're trying to make some excuse, usually using COVID as the pretext, basically saying, oh, we can't hold these these school board meetings in person anymore. We're going to go virtual. So basically they're just denying the ability for parents to put in their two cents. Uh, there's just a lot of ways these school boards are running and cowering from parents that are standing up. So good on you, Montana governor. I love Montana. Love Montana, man. One of my favorite states, except from the months of like November to February, but <laughs> bad winters. Uh, yeah, Montana's looking pretty good these days. A lot, lot better than Washington State, that's for sure. I'll be, I'll be looking to leave the West Coast uh, in due time very soon, especially if it gets worse than it is now. Uh, what do we have next? Mainstream media still going after the alternative remedies. Still writing articles about uh, ivermectin. Of course, they're calling it horse dewormer. That's their fancy neuro-linguistic programming to control people's perceptions. Uh, oh, it's horse dewormer. Blah. Don't use that, right? Well, they're still attacking that. They are still attacking chlorine dioxide as well. They call ivermectin horse dewormer. They call chlorine dioxide bleach, and it's a fake cure. Oh, it's toxic drinking bleach. Well, check this out. We had a man in Las Vegas. He looks like quite a quite a character there. I don't, I don't know if I'd get chlorine dioxide from him, going to be honest. But, <laughs> but, you know, he was trying to do what he believed was the right thing. He was trying to help people with it. And people can be helped with chlorine dioxide. I mean, let's be real. We got countries around the world like Peru and Bolivia. They're using it to treat COVID in their countries, and they're having great success rates. But here in America, uh, you can get arrested over it, like this man right here. His name was Elias Suarez. He was in the Las Vegas area, and they arrested him. He's facing charges of acting as a medical practitioner without a license after trying to sell uh, chlorine dioxide to people, telling them it was a cure, et cetera, et cetera. A few things about this. Number one, that's why I don't use the C word, that four-letter C word, cure, because really logically, that gets, you know, it's a long conversation about actually curing things. I don't like to label one specific chemical or compound a cure because it's usually a, a lot of different things you got to do to, you know, get yourself over a certain issue, if we want to put it that way. Number two, got to be careful with how you talk about these things. Uh, kind of like how I was just discussing with calling it a cure. You got to be careful because they will come after you, the DOJ, the FBA, uh, FDA, I guess the FBI too. And the fake news, they'll come after you if you say the wrong things. And also, this is why I don't sell it. A lot of people ask me if I sell chlorine dioxide. I do not sell it myself, all right? I have a water purification drop brand that I affiliate with and I promote the heck out of because uh, they're good people and they make good stuff. But no, I don't. I don't sell it myself because I, I don't. I don't want that extra heat on me than there, you know, already is. We've got the CDC next up saying that 
Unvaccinated people should not travel over Labor Day. <laughs> right. I actually totally forgot it was Labor Day until I saw this. Apparently it is Labor Day and the CDC doesn't want you to travel because virus transmission is too high. It's too high for safe travel. It must be Hunter Biden crackpipe high for them to go say that. Uh, yeah, you're not going to tell me how to live my life with your propaganda. We got a new variant, folks. Another freaking variant. We got the Delta. I don't know what happened to the Lambda one. Saw like two articles on that last month, and then they just like skipped over that one. Our, our new variant now is called the C12. C.1.2. That's their cute little name for it. The new COVID variant in South Africa. And should be should we be worried? The Guardian writes. There's your fear porn, folks. There's your fear porn. Should be we be worried about this variant? How do they test for these variants? Seriously. Is there a special variant test? I don't know. How do they differentiate between them, right? I have not seen that answered anywhere. Not gonna lie. So we got this scary new variant that they're writing a bunch of fear porn for. We've got a Harvard doctor who's being rolled out in international media, actually, not just in America, but this is Australian. This is the biggest newspaper in Australia, Morning Sydney Herald. And they're rolling out this Harvard doctor. He was talking about the uh, the new variants. He even mentioned C12, and uh, he literally said, "I'm actually going to play a quick minute-long video of him on the Sydney Morning Herald." He literally said, "Literally that f- from here on out, you're not considered quote fully vaccinated unless you've had three shots." Three shots. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna play this. The vaccine works against it, or, or it's uh, unsure no. at this point. Well, we don't know. For the C12, we don't know. Right now, vaccines do work, but obviously, they work against hospitalizations and deaths yeah. really well. But for just casual breakthrough, mild infections, uh, with Delta, it has taught us that um, there's a lot more breakthroughs than we know. And that after six months, it does tend to wane a little bit. Uh, and hence, Israel is going for a third booster shot. Starting October 1st, unless you're triple vaxxed, you're not considered fully vaxxed. Wow. And that approach, as much as it sucks, is the reality that with the face of these new variants, this is why the sooner we end it, the sooner we can stop dealing with these upgrade software upgrade patches that we have to do with our vaccines but that to be honest that does not sound like a doctor to me does that sound like a doctor to you guys he might he might be a doctor but i sense a high degree of grooming in that man's responses (laughs) high degree yeah creepy as heck right he was well polished he spoke very well Oh, God, Harvard is the creepiest freaking institution. Harvard or Yale? I don't know which one's worse. Both incredibly creepy. Stanford's up there, too, for the West Coast. 
But uh, those Ivy League schools, you know, just the people that come out of them, like ego through the roof and arrogance and this pompousness and my God, how stupid are they actually? Like truly, they spend, and it's sad, they spend like how many hundreds of thousands of dollars for this fancy piece of paper from their school to get the alphabet next to their name when they can sign it and then they're dumb as fuck. (laughs) it's like sad sad situation but that it I just it makes me feel so happy that I dropped out of college before I spent too much money getting my brain washed right ah makes me so happy all right maybe a doctor who's the CDC's bitch absolutely okay now we've got like four more three more Mitch McConnell yep Mitch the bitch McConnell I loved it. Trump was calling his ass out again today, too. But Mitch McConnell was in a advertisement. It was a, I guess they're not calling it an advertisement, but it's basically an advertisement. It's a TV PSA, public service announcement. And this PSA, Mitch McConnell was urging Americans to get vaccinated. Yes, get your vaccine, good old Mitch says. Whew, that guy. Big problem we got in politics, folks. Big problem we got is that both sides of the spectrum are compromised. Why is my button not working? There it is. Compromised. Yes. I don't give two craps if somebody puts a R next to their name, calls themselves a Republican or conservative or liberal. You know, these labels. We got these labels that people do their tribalism shit, their group think. They like to feel safe and comfortable when they have other people around them or they read stuff from people in their preferred political party. That is, number one, cult-like thinking. Number two, low IQ thinking. What are we, Neanderthals? And number three, if you want to wake up, just, just strip the labels away. Strip the labels away. Get away from that group think. Get away from emotionally letting your emotions rule your critical thinking, guide your critical thinking, because then it's not critical thinking. It's just, you know, you listen to what makes you feel good and what you want to hear. Anyway, I won't rant too much on that. I'm sure many of you agree. We've got two high-level FDA vaccine officials stepping down soon. This is according to a spokesman from the FDA itself. This was making news yesterday. And uh, let's see, we have those names. Are they in the uh, Epic Time articles here? We have Jeffrey Zients, the White House COVID-19 team coordinators. Uh, no, that's not him. I don't think we have the names, actually. Doesn't look like we have the names. But according to people and sources and whatnot, uh, these are high-level people. And former high-level FDA employees said their departure would be a blow to the agency's vaccine regulation efforts. So given that former FDA people are bombed that the current FDA people are out, sounds like a good thing to me. Who knows? Who knows why they're really leaving, too? We don't exactly know why. Did they just quit? Were they forced out in some way, shape, or form? Are they trying to jump ship before something big and bad happens? Huh. I don't know. 
Boom, though. Boom. Great news. Great friggin' news. Probably got a few more thousand people at the FDA that need to, uh, <laughs> need to resign. All right, last article here. I don't have much to say about it, but I just thought it was a hilarious headline from WAPO. This came out yesterday. Look at this. The parallels between UFOs and COVID-19 continue. Can't make this shit up, but you can because they did. Now, let's get into the punchlines. All right. Parallels between UFOs and COVID-19. What, like, they're both man-made? <laughs> Made in the lab? The, the parallels between UFOs and COVID-19 is that the media propagandizes the shit out of them, lies to us about them. <laughs> they're both cults. You got your COVID-19 cult out there. You've got your, well, kind of, you've got your UFO cult. The UFO community is interesting because it's like you got different factions of it and it's like a cult of cults and none of the factions like hearing anything that goes against what they want to hear. You've got this faction in the UFO community that just believes whatever the hell's on CNN or WAPO or the New York Times and they're totally brainwashed. They're like diet woke. You've got certain factions in the UFO community that, uh, they're kind of more edgy. They're more into the conspiratorial stuff, but they just believe everything. They're, they're kind of gullible, to be honest. They'll believe anybody out there is a whistleblower. Anybody out there has seen this or done this or heard this or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, lo I love the study of UFOs. I love the topic. I think it's incredible and it's very important, but I don't like the how the movement's kind of been tainted with, messed with. Uh, and uh, a lot of the, a lot of the rhetoric that goes around within it, and then obviously COVID nineteen is just ridiculous. But anyway, guys, that's it. That's it. So here, here's my fancy outro. Here's my uh, insert, long-winded rant. Insert some virtue signaling here too. Insert some uh really feel good statements that makes you want to subscribe to this channel and uh, and watch this next stream on Friday and go find me on Telegram. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, Friday, 2 p.m., guys, 2 p.m. Oh, and there are a couple things that I want to show you uh, as we finish up before I head to the Q&A. We'll do some Q&A for like 15, 20 minutes or so. And then uh, last few things, I do want to plug some shameless self-promoting, but we got to do it when we're independent. Hope you understand. I uh, want to plug my supplement brand here real quick, Conscious Strength. I've got curcumin on there. I've got mushroom coffee, mushroom matcha. I've got uh, some medicinal mushroom extracts too, chaga, cordyceps, lion's mane, shungite, ormus, greens, a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, you help me, I help you. You know, I'll, I'll send it to you pretty quick. Good stuff. Made in America, pretty much all of it is. And uh, you help this show out with each purchase. Links for this will be below. And also, one last thing. Uh, anybody subscribe to my Subscribestar, my Substack, or jordansather.tv, any of those, all of you guys get, get a uh, coupon code to Conscious Strength. And also, I hold bi-monthly Zoom calls, usually every two weeks or so. And uh, I'm doing one tomorrow. It's at 4 if you want access to it, anybody subscribe to any of those. Subscribe star, jordansather.tv, or the Substack. 
you get access to the Zoom calls, and you get access to a new VIP Telegram chat that I just started. And it's pretty sweet. There's a handful of people in there, a few dozen, and uh, good conversations. I'm really active in that chat. You can get me commenting and posting pretty much every day. And uh, that is available to wherever you choose to support me through. I'll get your email and add you. So uh, there you go, guys. Much appreciated for your support. And uh, all the links for whatever the heck I've just been talking about will be down below. We're going to get now into some Q&A for people who were able to join live. Remember, next, next stream is Friday, 2 p.m. See you next time, guys. Take care.